Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Welcome, dear listeners, to the Speak and Flow podcast. This is where we dive into the art of communication and leadership development. I'm so glad you're here. Today's powerful episode is about breaking the glass ceiling and how our communication can propel you to new heights. A glass ceiling. We think about that when we're thinking about, it's a metaphorical barrier, right? When we're thinking about when we're at work and we're climbing up and trying to get promotions and then suddenly there's a glass ceiling. The system may not be set up to promote you. Many of us women, minorities feel this the most. When I think about a glass ceiling at a personal level, because it can affect us both professionally and also personally, I think about my grandmother when she was 25 years old, she was sold into a marriage to a man who's 35 years her senior. That means she listened to her husband and also three wives. Talking about a glass ceiling, she had no say, lots of barriers, couldn't say what she wanted or get what she wanted because she couldn't even speak it. Most of our glass ceilings are actually they're not as difficult and challenging as my grandmother. In fact, most of our own glass ceilings are our own. They come from ourselves. And I call those communication barriers. These are the barriers that sound something like, I don't know if I should say this. I don't know if I have all the information. I better not say it. I'm not ready yet. It's our own doubt preventing us from speaking up. Think about when you're in a team meeting. And there's lots of people talking and they seem to know it all. They have all the information and you're sitting there thinking, should I say something? Is it my time? I don't want to interrupt them. So we place our own communication glass ceilings upon ourselves. So whether the system is not set up for us, let's not consider that right now, but let's think about our own because we can control ourselves. So what are our own communication glass ceilings that we want to break through? Because when you do, you can start to be seen, heard, and respected as the leader that you know you are. And so today we're going to dive into how to do this. Uh, I mean, this hits home for me. I know this personally and all too well. As I mentioned, I was not given a good communication model or role model. And so when I went to work for corporate, it was hard for me. I, I did what I was told and worked really, really hard. And, and then suddenly I get an email one day. I've been in this company 15 years. I get an email. It was an, an announcement that a new hire gets promoted before me. It was all of my effort. And so all of my efforts went to waste. 
And I noticed that this person that did get promoted was a better speaker than me, had the right connections, was communicating and meeting with the right people, putting himself out there. And at that point, for better or for worse, it propelled me to get better as a speaker. So I did not, I was not born with a gift to communicate and speak publicly. And here I am 20 years later, got all the tools and techniques. And now here I'm sharing this from a deeply rooted hurt. But now I have this passion to help so many others. And so I encourage you to really take a moment and take these tips for you today, because I want you to break that glass ceiling. And so here's how to increase your communication confidence and influence. Self-awareness, regulating your emotion, listening to others, setting your boundaries and communicating them, and storytelling. So first, self-awareness, having your own self-awareness and having critical thinking about it, really asking yourself, how am I communicating? Am I communicating like the leader that I know that I am, the leader that the organization wants you to be, needs you to be? Am I avoiding conflict? Am I avoiding opportunities to speak up? Or on the opposite side, am I speaking up and being aggressive, trying to demand my way? On both sides of the continuum, I want you to just really do some self-reflection and ask yourself where you are, because that will give you the baseline, right? You're not going to change overnight, but at least you can start to take steps once you have acknowledged your baseline. And then you regulate your emotion. Two, right? Emotion regulation, managing your emotion, whether you are nervous because you don't want to speak up or whether you're angry because you're not getting your way. Both, you want to start to regulate your emotion using breath, right? It's a visceral feeling. It's so instinctive. So you have to learn how to use your breath. And I'm sure you heard it all the time, but this is so true. If this helps, I take cold showers because it forces me to be uncomfortable. And then I do deep breaths. I do the box breathing technique in before, hold it for four, two, three, four, and all the cold water is dripping on me and I'm freezing. And I just exhale to try to slow down my nervous system. So whether you're nervous or angry, you're slowing down that nervous system, slowing down the emotion, calming it. And then in, for four, hold it for four, exhale for four, hold it for four, just like a box. So that will allow you to calm your nervous system as much as possible. Then this opens up your brain to free, to free itself from the cloudiness of that emotion. And then you can communicate more effectively. Then once you're able to communicate, once you have communicated more effectively using respectful words, you move on to... The next step, which is listen, listen to others, listen carefully, understand where they're at. And the other day I was in a workshop and the facilitator did this beautifully. She knew where the people were at. She just did an exercise and activity. People were speaking and she was trying to close up the exercise and a person in the audience just kept on speaking, kept on talking. She's trying to reconvene people. 
And so she walked up to that person and says, hey, I know it's frustrating. You're speaking and you, you're engaged in your conversation. It's frustrating to have to stop. I understand it can be frustrating. And that's part of the exercise. And I want you to know that you can speak again or you can continue the conversation later. For now, that's all we can be. So notice that the facilitator addressed the person's frustration or the feeling. So listening to other people, knowing where they're at, calling it out, and then bringing it back to what you need. Clearly, concisely, which then brings me to the next point, was, which is know your boundaries. far and has have no regrets and no apology to communicate that if someone is giving you too much and burdening you too much with more tasks more things your kids your boss you can kindly say hey I cannot possibly take on this I want to you can acknowledge the importance of the task I know this task is very important and I cannot take on this task without sacrificing my own energy or without sacrificing quality of the other things that I am, am committed to doing. And not apologize. And lastly, use storytelling. Storytelling is a powerful communication technique. Most people want to just, hey, just say it like it is. Here are the facts. This is what we need to do to demand it. Or you can inspire action with stories. Imagine being able to tell your team if you're stuck in a project and not knowing what to do. Maybe you're the, upset the client and you don't want to tell the client what had just happened. You can bring in a narrative, a, a project where you did communicate with the client, communicated with the client effectively, immediately, and the lessons learned around it. So communicating and telling a narrative is better than you going into your team and say, hey, talk to the client right now. You're all in trouble, right? Then the, then the team feels contracted. So telling a narrative inspires action because the emotion around it excites your team because it's been done before. So tell it with the, the, the positivity and the excitement that it's possible inspires action. So using storytelling is a powerful way to communicate with influence and leading people. So those are the key tips on how to break your own communication barrier. Know yourself. Know how to manage those emotions of fear or aggressiveness, right? Listen to others, communicate your boundaries and storytelling for inspiring action in others. I hope that you will go and implement these techniques to break your own communication barriers and that glass ceiling. Propel yourself to new heights, expand to new heights, and lead people in a way that is positive and inspires change. Until the next episode, I am your sister in flow. Take care. See you next time. Thanks for joining the conversation today. 
Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak and flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.